The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Did you watch? Did you witness? Were you part of the opening of the NFL season? Did you boycott the NFL? Uh, we'll see how that works out. We'll see what the the ratings say. But the New England Patriots, who looked for the first you know, few minutes of the game like they were going to win 75-3, to three, it appeared, early on. And then the script flipped. Uh, touchdown taken back, and uh, next thing you know, the Chiefs tie it up. But even with all of that, and with the New England defense being regularly bludgeoned by Alex Smith. The Kansas City Chiefs looked more like the Pittsburgh Steelers 
offense with Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell and all these different dynamic weapons does not appear – it did not look like the old Kansas City Chiefs. It did not. So the uh, the Chiefs, in a game that going to the fourth quarter, the New England Patriots had a 27-21 to lead and then allow 21 points. And it was razzle-dazzle plays. It, this was not your nickel and, and, and dime offense, your dink and dunk offense that we have become to uh, – we've become to know and love regarding Alex Smith. Now, this was uh, big plays – 70-plus yard plays, electrifying offense. And what happened? See, Alex Smith, in, I know it's you know one game. It's one. That's all we have is one game. All we have is one game. This is the full sample size of the NFL regular season, this particular game. But the story was going to be Alex Smith, all, it, all he needed to have was like one bad half, and then they were going to bench him. Bench his ass and bring in Mahomes. But then Alex Smith had a uh, close to perfect game, right? I mean, how, how do you play better than that? He had seven incompletions in 35 attempts against the New England Patriots uh, quasi-defense. I don't know if that's a legitimate defense, but a 148.6 quarterback rating, which I'm told is good. I am told that is very good. And then the other side, you got Tom Brady, and every time Tom Brady has a stink bomb, He's 40. Did you know Tom Brady's 40 years old? Yeah, he's 40. Oh, my God, Tom Brady's 40. Don't worry, though. He has avocado ice cream. He's not allowed to have any after this game. He's in demerit. That's a demerit performance by by Tom Brady, who had 20 incomplete passes and a quarterback rating of 70. 7-0. That is Jared Goff-like. That is if the Patriots – you want to know what the Patriots would be like if Jared Goff was the quarterback – that's an example, although he would have had an interception. So it wouldn't have been a clean game without an interception. It would have been an interception. All right, let's hear from the losing side because the better story is in the losing locker room. And Tom Brady, Tom Brady, a man, the myth, the legend, they love him. He's going to get statues all over the Commonwealth. Tom, explain all the wonderful things that took place in that particular game. There was nothing really positive about anything that was done so you know we gotta you know get back to work we got a uh, nine days before our next game and uh, hopefully we play a lot better than tonight nothing positive nobody died and played bad football a great party it was a very festive atmosphere there they seemed to be having a good time everyone enjoying themselves yes before the game when the game started not so much by the time the game was over there was nobody there the place had echoed uh, the the uh, the place had emptied out it was uh it's pretty empty. Didn't see a lot of Chiefs fans there. I can't blame them. That was a hot ticket, tough ticket to get. Here's more from Tom Brady, who points out the elephant in the room is uh, right over there. I just think we need to have more urgency and, uh, you know, go out there and perform a lot better. And that, you know, is a winning attitude and a championship attitude that you need to bring every day. And, uh, you know, we had it handed to us on our own field. You know, it's a terrible feeling. There's only people that can do something about it are in that locker room. we got to dig a lot deeper than we did tonight because we didn't dig very deep tonight. You sure they're in that locker room? Because I, I sense some trades coming. Maybe they're in some other locker room somewhere. You positive they're in that locker room? Because that was a mess. That was a stink bomb. Stink bomb performance. Well, you know who's going to cheer everyone up if you're a Patriot fan? Bill Belichick. Bill, what's your positive message of the day? Really nothing was good enough, so we all got to do a better job. 
that's going to be pretty much the answer to every question because that's what it was. Bad defense, bad coaching, bad playing, bad football. Now, how do you really feel? Though? You have No, that's it? That's how you feel? Yeah. The worst defensive performance of the Bill Belichick era. Now, if you're a Kansas City Chiefs fan, you'll say, hey, stupid, that was the greatest offensive performance of the Alex Smith, Andy Reid era in an unexpected situation. The best moments as a sports fan are when you do not expect your team to do something great, and they do. So if you're a Kansas City Chiefs fan, you're like, yes, uh, there were a zillion players that were marvelous for Kansas City. But in particular, Kareem Hunt, who had a hundred and – I never even heard – have anyone heard of this guy? He played at Toledo? Kareem Hunt? 148 yards on the ground and a bunch of yards through the air, almost 100 yards receiving. Of course, it helps when you have 78 on one play. That's not – that's not going to hurt the average yards per catch. So he had 78 on one play, but he still had 20 on the other four catches collectively as he was the, the signature player for the Kansas City Chiefs. And we thought that Bill Belichick would key in on Tyreek Hill and try to stop him and make someone else beat the Patriots. They didn't stop Tyreek Hill. He had 133 yards. So the Patriots didn't stop anybody. This was a defensive performance that reminded you of the New Orleans Saints defense or the, some of the other terrible defenses in the NFL in recent years. So the question is this. Does this particular game, this, the kickoff game in the NFL, won by the Kansas City Chiefs 42-27, to 27, does this particular game say more about the Chiefs and what they have to look forward to or more about the Patriots and where they are? Well, the answer is New England. New England, to me, that's the answer here. The better stories in the loose in the locker room and all that, but a couple of thoughts here. Obviously unexpected, bland, spiritless, and ineffective. Like, all of those things are in play here. We'll start with this. A, there's a lot of revisionist history going on. And, and the game hasn't been over. Like, the, the body's not even cold yet as we do the autopsy on what took place in, in New England. But there's a lot of it. I'm hearing a lot of people that are around the Patriots, people who cover the, Pat, the, the Pats, who are now covering their ass. Because no one, no one foreshadowed this, that this was a possibility. And there's a lot of people saying, well, I saw in training camp there were some guys that were questionable. We pointed it out. And, you know, they didn't have a lot of practice time. There's a lot of excuse making. A lot of excuse making going on. Blaming it on injuries. Uh, the, the training camp situation. The Patriots have always prided themselves on accountability. This is coming from the people that are around the Patriots that cover the team, but those that work for the team, at least their public position, I don't know if this is their private position, but Bill Belichick has always said, no excuses, you know, no days off, no excuses. Now he's added not good enough. That's the new catchphrase of Bill Belichick. Now the second part of this is from the Patriots' perspective, it was bland. It was bland football. Yeah, they scored 27 points. And the Patriots only had one less first down than Kansas City. But the yardage gap of well over 100, almost 200 yards difference in favor of Kansas City. This was unpatriot-like is what it was. And Kansas City, 
they got slapped early. They not only slapped back, they took a bulldozer and ran over the Patriots in that the, the, the fourth quarter of that particular game. And the Patriots in this game, and I, it's only one game. Yeah, but it's only one game. The yeah, but crowd's going to check in here. Yeah, I get that. But in this particular game, the Patriots looked old. They looked slow. Kansas City appeared to be playing with roller skates on, and the Patriots did not with those big plays, those electrifying plays. How does that happen? Tom Brady was ineffective. You got a mess. You got a mess. Now, the silver lining, there is a silver lining here. The silver lining is the Patriots are still in the AFC East, and that means their competition includes Buffalo, Miami, and the Jets. That is not exactly a murder. Or you can win 10 games and win that division easily, now, the, the bad news, though, is this. There's more bad news. That Patriot defense, which turned Alex Smith into a Hall of Fame-level quarterback, a guy that was on the hot seat whose team drafted the heir apparent, trying to eventually in the near future push Alex Smith out, the, the Patriot defense was exposed by Alex Smith, and now they go into their own pit of vipers, a date with Drew Brees and the New Orleans Saints. Are we looking at an 0-2 start for the New England Patriots with that defensive performance? Now you assume that they've got an extra couple of days that they'll figure out how to occasionally tackle someone and not allow a 70-yard touchdown play. But uh, that is ulcer-causing when you think about that possibility. We, we know the Saints are not nearly as good on the road as they are uh, at home, and this game is going to be in New Orleans the next game. New Orleans still has to play this weekend against the Minnesota Vikings. This is uh, relatively uncomplicated. It's relatively uncomplicated here. That was a cakewalk in the fourth quarter. That was unchallenging. That's the word. It was unchallenging for Kansas City uh, late in that particular football game, which no one thought was possible, unless you're a big Kool-Aid-drinking Kansas City Chief guy. Then, then for you, yes. Now, if you would like to be part of this program, I'm only allowed to give out the number one time. One time an hour. That's the new rule. For five months, no number. We've decided one time an hour. That's all. So if you would want to be part, you can give us a call right now. Don't tie yourself in a knot trying to dial. It's not that difficult. If you don't want to call, it's fine. Uh, there's one line open. Here's the number. And it's 877-99 on Fox. 877 877- Nine nine six six three six nine. You can be part of the festivities here. Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. He's right over there. This was Garcia. Oh, Garcia. Garcia. This was an unpredictable situation. To be sure. Uh, yeah. And I think what was really most surprising is is the, the Patriots, first of all, they don't lose at home. And then they, they close out games uh, to see them implode in the fourth quarter uh, was was shocking. It's just not something we're used to seeing very often. I was somewhat happy because in the past, when I send mid-game tweets out, I get burned. Didn't get burned this time. Not this time. Didn't huh? get burned. Hmm. Yeah. Didn't get burned. No no revisionist history on my part. People going back saying, well, yeah, you're an idiot. Look at the Patriots came back and won the game. No. But they, they were terrible for three quarters, and they sucked even worse in the fourth quarter. 
So. Well, look, but when it's all said and done, yes. What's uh, more, more said than done? Yes. I'm, I'm taking the Patriots. If you're gonna, if you're gonna give me a choice between who you're gonna take, the Chiefs or the Patriots, I'm taking the Patriots. Well, uh, now we know Eric Berry is gonna be out for the rest of the year. They think he tore. Looks his Achilles, like it. Yeah. So that's and that's horrible. That's he's obviously gone, horrible. So that screws but, their defense. And look, but, Alex look. Smith is ne- not gonna play another game like this all year. I don't know, but Eddie, not like this, Eddie. No, Eddie Kareem look. Hunt. Kareem Hunt, the hey, hunt. you got to be optimistic you gotta about stop that. The hunt. I, I like Where him. He the looks hell good. This guy, I never said. You watch Toledo football, Eddie? Uh, not a lot this of football. This guy light up the no. Mac. Kareem Hunt in the Mac. And you got to love that he fumbles on his first carry, and he then he comes back it. and you plays know, great. That's Mac football, Eddie. They're not underachievers in the Mac. He's yeah. a junkyard dog. That guy. But that was Alex Smith's. Oh, that's got to be his best game ever. No, no but wait a minute, though. Hold on. A second. If Kareem Hunt is half as good as he was in this game. And Tyreek Hill. I'm just talking about the offense. The defense is effed because they, their safety is gone for the year, it would appear. So, but just the offense. You've got a hunt in the backfield. You've, you've also got Tyreek Hill. You've got the tight end, Kelsey. Who did nothing in this yeah, game. Nothing major in the you know, five catches, but nothing big. you got three legitimate weapons on offense. I if agree. If Hunt is a legitimate weapon, you know who should really, really be freaking out? Danny G. This kills the Raiders. If oh, Kansas boy. City has it, this is what we call overreaction. But I'm going to go with it. I'm going to I'm going to go with it. I'm going to go with it, Eddie, because that was an impressive running back performance. Well, you are the Hazar of hyperbole, so Captain Kneejerk, one of my nicknames. There Captain Kneejerk, I've earned it. Yeah, but admit admit you were not impressed with it. Admit that was not a Mona Lisa performance. Oh no, I was totally impressed with it. It was a great one game for the Kansas City Chiefs. A great one game. Yeah. I don't think it'll get any better the rest of the year, though. Oh I, come on, I really now don't. You're being negative. Now you're being negative. I think I'm being realistic. Yeah, I don't believe you're being re- realistic. You I think Alex know- Smith will have a better game than he had tonight the rest of the year? I don't. If he's got those playmakers, it's the play. is it the playmakers or is it the quarterback? He can get a you. A lot the- of it tonight was the quarterback. He can get you. The- I don't know about that. I- he made I throws. There was one and- blown coverage and- where the guy was wide open. And Other you- than that, he made throws. You look at the next three games, they're all winnable for the Chiefs. They play at home at Arrowhead against the Eagles. They play at the Chargers in L.A. and then at home with the Redskins. They could be 4-0 to start the NFL season with that kind of uh, dynamic offense. Of course, they got to stop somebody, and we'll see if they can stop anybody with Eric Berry, it appears, uh, Gonzo with a torn-up Achilles tendon. So it looks like he is gone. All right, it's Ben Maller's show on Fox. Got Danny G, who's freaking out over there. He's so disappointed now as Raiders aren't going to win the AFC West. The yeah, Chiefs. Right. It's already over, in fact. The Chiefs have been crowned the champions of the AFC West. I'm sorry the Raiders are playing for a wild card. Sorry, you are now in second division status, Danny. Um, After you lose to the Titans, you'll be a full game and, uh, back. And, Ben, what? I have the Ben Maller Raiders hat on. Oh, you do? Too, so. Oh, my face. I like that. How dare you? But, uh, <laughs> no, not, weary, not worried. The Raiders are going to bounce back this season and sweep the Chiefs. Well, what uh, about Koopa Loop? Is he worried? Oh, that's right. He's a Bronco fan? fan. Yeah, they're all freaked out. Coop, he's uh, in panic I'm not concerned mode. at all. Oh. <laughs> Coop. Wow. You've got Trevor Simeon as your quarterback. Yeah, but. Alex Smith is better than Trevor Simeon. That's that's fine if you want to say that, but they just lost Eric Berry, so. Yeah. Next man up. Injuries are part of football. Wait, Ben, didn't you pick the Patriots against the Penny last night? Yes, of course. That was the right pick. I made the correct pick. You know why? Because it's unexpected. Unexpected. I, I was on the right side of history is what I was. <laughs> I expected it. I, I believe I, I picked the Chiefs and all in. All right. Now, this is a full-service radio show. Back in the old days in radio, they used to have full-service radio stations that would try to do everything. They'd play music and 
talk radio and news and the whole thing. What a nightmare. Can you imagine radio like that? Yeah, for years, talk uh, just radio was like that. They'd play songs and talk and all that. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. A sizable underdog in Foxborough, Massachusetts, the Kansas City Chiefs, ended up throwing darts all over the field. Alex Smith did. Big play there, big play there, big play there. I'm going to urinate all over your Super Bowl banner celebration. That's what I'm going to do. That's what the Chiefs did. And let's talk about it, and we'll reopen the phone lines in a moment so you can start calling. I'll give out the number in a second. But Alex Smith threw not one, not two, not three, but four, four, count them, four touchdown passes. And a guy I have never heard of, Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt looked like Marshall Falk at times uh, for the Kansas City offense. The rookie running back out of Toledo had three touchdowns. He fumbled away the first carry, and everyone had the same reaction. Oh, my God, they suck. He's a bum. I've never heard of him. He fumbled the first carry, but it did not matter. The game competitive until the start of the fourth quarter. But that's even a a false statement because New England came out and looked like they were going to go up 14 to nothing. But an odd turn of events and a big play by Eric Berry of the Kansas City defense mixed with a poorly timed penalty, like there's a good time for a penalty for the New England Patriots, resulted in the flip of confidence in that game. So it was a competitive game, fourth quarter game, but the difference here is that Captain Comeback Tom Brady did not, did not live up to his Hall of Fame resume on this particular night as he stunk and everyone in a Patriot uniform stunk in the fourth quarter. The Patriots had been 81-0 and at Gillette Stadium when leading at halftime in the regular season, 95-1 and if you include the postseason. This was not supposed to happen, but the Chiefs come back after trailing 17-14 at halftime, the Patriots were also 105-2 when leading after three quarters. And remember, New England, heading into the fourth quarter, had the lead. It was a 27-21 game in favor of the Patriots. And then in the fourth quarter, a 21-zippo situation. It was a debacle from the New England side of things. Not good at all, all the way across the board. Terrible, 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 terrible. All right, let's hear from Andy Reid here. Andy Reid, and tell me about this guy, Kareem Hunt. I've never heard of him. Where the hell did he come from? Our rookie running back um, did a tremendous job. It started out just a little bit shaky, but it was all hard. I mean, he was trying hard and tried maybe a step too hard, and and the ball popped out. But um, I'm proud of him for getting right back on it and doing a good job. I was just thinking if you play fantasy, like we, the, the day, not the daily fantasy per se, but just like regular fantasy football, and you, you got Alex Smith, you're probably like, ah, oh, we're screwed. I got Alex Smith as my quarterback. I got no chance. Alex Smith goes out, has almost 400 yards, 368 yards, and I mentioned all the touchdown passes, the four touchdown passes, but big plays. He had... Madden, like the easy level on Madden, the arcade level on Madden. He had Tyreek Hill and Hunt 
Touchdown passes of 75 and 78 yards. Alex Smith! Alex Smith did that. But let's focus in on this guy, Kareem Hunt. We've never heard of him. Uh, I would like you to kiss his ass, Alex Smith. Can you do that? Can you see how great he is and tell me how wonderful he is? Yes? We were, we were going as Kareem was going. You know, he was really a big chunk of the offense tonight. Uh, you know, for a young guy that we, we put a lot on him uh, in, all, in all facets of the game plan tonight, and he was able to handle it. So, so certainly hats off to him in both those areas, not just physically, but, I mean, he was able to, to handle the game plan as a credit to him. Somewhat empty soundbite, right? Was that not? Uh, yeah. Ah, what do you expect? <laughs> You're expecting great poetry here? You're not going to get it. It's not going to happen. All right. The man of the hour. We've heard other people talk about him. I wonder, what do you think his voice sounds like? You think he's got a very masculine voice? I don't know. You think he sounds like David Wright, the Mets third baseman? I, I, we'll find out. Let's Brother. find out. Here he is, Kareem Hunt, the latest star in the NFL. He ought to retire now. He'll be the greatest rookie sensation in NFL history. Is he a one-hit wonder? The sound of Kareem Hunt, and he was embarrassed. You, you embarrassed yourself with that fumble. How did you come back? What did you do? It showed me that they believed in me. Oh, they weren't going to give up yeah. on me and just, you know, put me on the bench. And uh, honestly, it helped me out in keeping my head up and stuff like that. Just going back out there and making plays for the team showed a lot. <laughs> Look, apparently read sportscliche.com before you said it to talk. Yes? All right. So here's the question. Now, from the Kansas City side of things, from the Kansas City side, is this particular game a big deal, a little deal, no deal? I believe it's a big deal. And the reason I believe it's a big deal is because if you look at the Chiefs' schedule and you say, well, these are the games that you got a chance to win. You know, you, you could win this number of games. And this is not on anyone's realistic list of winnable games. And if you look at the Chiefs' upcoming schedule and you project ahead and you say the next three games are all games that Kansas City has a really good chance of winning. Two of the next three at home, the road games at the Chargers in L.A. You're talking about a pretty good start. A pretty good start. And more importantly, the thought I have on this is confidence. Confidence. Because if you can win a game in the fourth quarter against the Patriots, and who knows, Patriots might, this might be the, the end of the Patriots. I don't believe it is. Uh, and everyone will overreact. Overreaction Monday will be coming before you know it. Actually, it's overreaction Tuesday, right? You wait till the Monday night games, and then you overreact Tuesday and Wednesday, and then you get back to it on Thursday. That's usually the calendar in the NFL. But it's a big day from a confidence standpoint. Remember, I don't believe in momentum. I don't. But I do believe in confidence. And you win a game like this, and it was not a lot of boredom for the Chiefs, for the Patriots, it was very bored. Uh, they were very bored. They looked uh, – what was the emotion here? Uh, there was not a lot of anger. It, it's, it's almost like they were just kind of floating along. There was a lack of energy from the New England Patriots, which was surprising. And we played earlier some of the sound from Tom Brady. Do we have that Bill Belichick soundbite, though? Because that's – Belichick after these type of games, they don't happen often for the Patriots – but he is at his best, old grumpy face, Bill Belichick, when he has to talk about his team. Right, They had months and months to prepare for Kansas City. I just love the disgust. When, even when the Patriots win, Bill Belichick has the emotion of disgust. Uh, but listen to Belichick here as he whacks poetically, and he's obviously annoyed with his team's performance. 
Clearly nothing was good enough, so we all got to do a better job. That's going to be pretty much the answer to every question because that's what it was. Bad defense, bad coaching, bad playing, bad football. Somebody pointing out to me that the reason the Patriots lost this game is they have too many former Buffalo Bills that are playing prominent roles. That that's why. <laughs> uh, Gillisley looked, uh, he looked pretty good, though. He scored two touchdowns early in the game, right? I thought that. I was convinced at halftime that Gillisley, I believe that's how you said, he was going to be the breakout star, right? Two touchdowns in the first half. You figured. He'll be around 100 yards. Maybe he'll score another touchdown in the second half. He'll have three touchdowns, and that'll be the feature. That'll be the feature story. But the script obviously flipping around, and there's going to be a lot of anger in the Patriot, Patriot locker room. So Bill Belichick, the mad scientist, has an extra couple of days to get ready for the New Orleans Saints. We're not going to play till Sunday, but that's the next game for the Patriots. And even though we assume that the Saints defense is going to be cream cheese yet again, that is not going to be the case on offense. And and let me uh, let me ask the question. Now, Eddie Garcia, the bigger concern for the Patriots, is it A, Tom Brady, or B, a defense that was the worst in the Belichick era? What is a bigger concern? If you're Bill Belichick, when you wake up in the morning, I assume he's sleeping, but when you wake up in the morning, your bigger concern is Tom Brady at age 40 sucking, or is it the defense? I don't think there's any question it's the defense. See, I'm going to go You with, made Alex Smith look like yes, an all-pro. But I'm going to go with Brady. Of course you are. Well, let me give you my reasons. I'm sure, I'm sure there'll be very good reasons. But what are your reasons for, uh, for picking Brady? Because with Edelman out, the assumption was next man up, that they'll be fine. Tom Brady was not only a quarterback in this game, he looked like every other bad quarterback in the NFL. He was missing receivers. Now, was this the question I have? We'll never, we'll not know the answer until you know later on. Was this because the receivers were running routes or routes that were inappropriate, that they were not connecting, the synergy was not there with Tom Brady, or was this Tom Brady just? eating some bad turkey wraps before the game, right, in that vegan diet that he's got. Yeah, I'm chalking it up to first game of the year, not a lot of work in the preseason. That's what you're chalking. That, you can make it. the same argument for the defense. though. You can say, well, they didn't, the starting defense, they have some new guys, and they didn't play But quarterbacking, and... a lot of quarterbacking is about rhythm and timing with your receivers. Yes. Defense is tackling and being in the right place. That's, to me, that's a different thing. Well, they got burned on some big plays. The 75, the 78-yard play uh, from, from Alex Smith, those two in particular stand out. But there were several other several other big plays. But you know, the, the problem for the Patriots is if you know, one game you're not going to do anything crazy, but if Brady starts stacking up performances like this, even with all the success, at some point the call will be made, what do you do with him? If we're sitting here... Let's play the hypothetical panic radio. If it's week six and Tom Brady's stacking up performances like this, how many bad games does Brady get before the Patriots have to step in? You give him a mulligan, right? He, I, I'm not saying do anything now. You get a mulligan, but how many mulligans does Tom Brady get before Jimmy Garoppolo, somehow they come up with a phantom injury for Brady or something like that and give Garoppolo a chance to play? 
How many games? Is it two? Is it three? Is it four? Is it half the season? Do the Patriots wait till it's week? At, it's at least four. At least four. Yeah. So he gets three more stink bombs, and then at that point, at that point, you make a change. Okay. Well, the he, up- but I mean, he didn't even throw. He didn't throw any interceptions this game. I mean, we're you know you're talking like stink bombs by his standards. I mean, he had he, a seventy quarterback rating. Okay. He, that sucks. I've seen a lot worse performances in the NFL than what I saw from Tom Brady really? last night. Yes. Well, because he didn't turn the ball over, but I... Yeah, well, that's pretty important. He had, 20, he had more incompletions than completions. You think that wasn't that bad? I'm saying by most standards in the NFL, I've seen a lot worse. I've, I've seen... I mean, look. Look at your team. Look yes. at the Rams. He it's, reminded me of a Rams quarterback. I think they want to trade for him. As long as he plays like that, he can play for the Rams. Yeah. That's but the, Goff that's would not, throw a couple of pick sixes or something like that. Yeah, Maybe. Well, you know, they just dink and dunk it and play the short passing game. Bubble screens. That's, you know, they can do that. Boy, are they going to h- try to hide Jared Goff from every team. That's boy wonder their coach. That's his job. Good, luck, right. good luck hiding your quarterback. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a challenge. It doesn't really work that well. <laughs> all right, we'll get your thoughts on all of this. If you would like to take part, the the number, and I only give it out once an hour, and we got a line open. We've got our Hurricane Irma correspondent, our meteorologist, who we've asked to leave, but he will not leave Miami. He's hanging out right in South Beach, in the belly of the beast, like an idiot. Uh, but we're taking advantage of it. We asked him to leave. He said no. So he's, as long as the phone reception works, uh, we'll talk to our friend Weed Man Hippie, who's live in Miami. But the number, if you would like to be part and opine and tell me how correct I am with my hot takes on the Patriot Chiefs game, my proper analysis of the NFL as a broadcast professional, Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Knock, knock. Who's there? Lame week. Lame week who? It's Big Ben's Lame Joke of the Week. All right, these are actual jokes from actual listeners submitted via email, mostly. Ben Maller Show at Gmail if you want to submit a joke. It will not get on the air today, but we can use it in a future show. So you can contact us, send your jokes, care of the Ben Maller Show, to Show at gmail. And just a, a brief reminder, I don't give you the full disclaimer, but if you are of a sensitive nature and you are easily offended, this is not for you. Just give us like 10 minutes, okay? Uh, these jokes are meant in a comedic approach. If you, if you don't laugh at this kind of stuff, that's fine. But these are listeners submitted jokes. We we want you to listen, but just you know, turn down the audio for a little bit. Give us a shot. All right. Uh, and Coop's got his offensive joke. Batting leadoff here, our friend Sirius Sean. Sirius Sean, what you got for us? All right. So this joke here is from the penny that was with you about an hour ago. Okay. All right. So what did one penny say to the other penny? I don't know. Let's take... Let's get together and make some sense. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Sean. Good luck with your studies. Try to practice joke writing if you can. Work that in there, yes? All right. Well, the way this works, I'll read the joke. I'll bounce it off Eddie. He'll bounce it back to me. I'll give you the punchline. At that point, Danny G will play this if it's funny. <laughs> you'll hear this if it's not funny. Ooh. And if it could go either way, you'll hear this. I'm going to say if it's big enough, I'm not going to enjoy it very much. Wow. 
Out of context audio, always appropriate. All right, Coop's got the offensive joke. Uh, Eddie, a man was trapped in an apartment this week due to a poor UPS package placement. Yes, you told us about that. Yeah, the man, it turned out, was boxed in. He literally was. Yes, yes. Uh, big men's lame jokes of the week. Let's see here. Should I do a uh, Chinese food joke from Eek? Should I do that for Eek in Roseville, Minnesota? Racist. All right. Uh, why do married women like Chinese food so much? I don't know, Ben. Why do married women like Chinese food so much? Because wonton spelled backwards is not now. Ha! Racist. That's from Eek in Roseville, Minnesota. <laughs> this sounds like it came from Sirius Sean. This guy named Ben. Did you hear about the hungry clock, Eddie? I did not hear about the hungry clock, Ben. It went back four seconds. Well, big news in the NFL. Uh, about half of Vontez Burfick's new contract, they believe, guaranteed money, Eddie. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Guaranteed to be paid back to the NFL <laughs> in fines. It's, from, uh, it's funny because it's true. It's from Jay who sent that one in. Uh, what did Weed Man Hippie say when he heard a hurricane was headed to South Beach? What do you think that Weed Man Hippie said when a hurricane was headed yeah. to South well, Beach? We, we know he's not leaving, but what did he say when he heard about, heard about that hurricane? Uh, he said, Irma, God. <laughs> fields of green in Minnesota. At least you can laugh. Why not? A uh, guy trapped uh, in his apartment. Here we go. Another one. A guy trapped in his apartment due to a box being placed in the wrong spot, Eddie. We've heard about that. Yes? Yes, we have. Uh, his Amazon package was a real doorstopper. Let's say if it's big enough, I'm not going to enjoy it very much. Eddie, did you know that Bartolo Colon likes uh, what he likes in food? He likes in veteran ball players. I did not know that, no. Yeah. Seasoned. <laughs> did, you, uh, did you see Andy Reid on the sidelines? Look like he dropped a little yeah, weight there. Yeah, he's done good. Good job by Andy. Is he on your diet, Eddie? You're using that app, know, right? Perhaps, yeah. yeah. He said he joined some uh, of the coaches on his staff with a 21-day challenge. Oh, yeah. Well, good for him. All right. Koopa Loop, what you got for me, Coop? What's the last thing going through Weed Man's head on Sunday night? Uh, the last thing going through Weed, Man he- Weed Man's head on Sunday night? His roof. <laughs> <laughs> Weed Man's loving this. All right. So. Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. Well, the NFL had to reschedule the Bucks dolphins game, Eddie. Yes, I know. Yeah, they wanted to avoid another blowout. Oh. Weed Man, is that all right? Is that okay? Hold on a second. Weed Man, is that okay? He likes all these jokes. He's a fan. (laughs) (laughs) Might as well have a good time before he disappears. All right, uh, Coop, what do you got, Coop? Quickly. Why is marriage like a hurricane? I don't know. At the beginning, there was a lot of blowing, but in the end, you lose your house. All right, just Josh uh, sent this one in. Uh, why did the coach pull no condom Carl out of the ball game? Uh, I don't know. Why did uh, that happen? Because he refused to put on his glove. <laughs> 
That was from Just Josh. All right, last one, last one. Did you know that Coop the Loop and Weed Man Hippie have a new show together on the internet? I did not know that. Yeah. What's it called? It's a podcast. That's what <laughs> a podcast, Eddie. That's what <laughs> Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. A lot of entertainment news. I know. I don't know how much entertainment you're going to get this week. I'll pretty much be either watching hurricane coverage or the the football games. That's my weekend. But uh, other stuff going on. And now with the latest from Hollywood, a real movie star. This guy's been in a major Hollywood movie. In fact, the greatest movie of all time, Liar Liar, The Coop the Loop with the inside scoop. Thank you, Ben. I agree yeah. with that assessment. Now it is a <laughs> it is a big week in uh, in entertainment, a big weekend, I should say, in entertainment. Yeah. Of course, we have the return of the NFL, so that that trumps everything. But for once, the uh, the silver screen takes precedent over over the television because uh, the new adaptation <gasps> of Stephen King's It premieres today. You excited? You're clearly excited. I'm very excited. Okay. I, I have I have a couple friends that have already seen the movie. And I have heard that it is terrifying, not just for people who have a fear of clowns, but for anybody to watch this. So I'm 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 very ex- excited about it because I personally I think horror movies, scary movies, are just not what they used to be. They've kind of fallen off in the past decade or so. Yeah. So because well, you can't go too scary because people get upset. You know? Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm, right? I'm very hopeful. So uh, yeah, yeah. So the the new adaptation, Bill Skarsgård now plays uh, Pennywise the clown. I have no idea who that is. He's part of the uh, Skarsgård uh, acting family. No idea who they are. Okay. Wow. Well, all right. Uh, uh, I'm a sports guy. Yeah. No, I, I am. I know. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> moving on to uh, to TV uh, on Netflix, because, you know, that's what I like to talk about is Netflix. Yeah. Uh, premiering today, Friday, September 8th. I, this is what I'm really excited about. Oh, Season boy. four of BoJack Horseman. I oh, know yeah, you talked about this last year, I remember. I did. Yeah, yeah. I did. This this not Who? only is one of the best cartoons of all time. It's up there as just one of the best shows. It's it's deep, it's thought-provoking, it's funny, it's um, fantastic. You know. Now, do you watch this while medicated? Does that make it better? <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. I'd say yes. Look, but I don't want that to take away from the show no, because it's great not. without that. He's Trust a heavily me. medicated man. Yes. I hey, mean, Coop, Coop, here's what you should do. I know you're excited about the show. You uh, you love Netflix, right? You should call Netflix up. Say, hey, let's bring Liar Liar, you know, bring it back. Netflix. Make no, it it's, like on, a, it's on Netflix. Or no, a, no it, I'm like talking a, about a new oh, uh, like a, you know, Netflix original. You can play like the Jim Carrey role now because you're all grown <laughs> up, right? And then you can have an annoying kid. Uh, you get the whole thing, right? So you want Liar Liar too? Yes, like the continuation of Liar Liar. Well, if any uh, Netflix executives are listening, reach out to me. How about a spin? How about a spinoff? How about a, like more a, Liar Liar? How about like a you know a couple of episodes a month or something like that? I am yeah. more. Yeah. I am more than willing. Okay. I, I, I'd right. obviously have to take a hiatus from the show, but <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Oh. It's like four hours a night. You can come on. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Uh, also premiering today on Netflix is uh, this is for you, Ben. I, I yeah. point these out specifically for you. Okay. Good. It's a documentary called The Confession Tapes. Ooh. Yes, it's a true crime documentary series, and it investigates cases where people convicted of murder claim that their confessions were coerced, involuntary, oh. or completely false. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, is there going to be a spinoff of sports radio hosts? Is that going to be? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, not nah, no uh, word on that. Yet. All right. Uh, uh, but yeah. that sounds interesting. So I'll definitely check that out. And um, just real quick, yeah. I'm not going to go over it. The Deuce on HBO premieres Sunday, 9 p.m. It's oh. about uh, 
New York's <laughs> New York. <laughs> uh, close. It, it stars James Franco. It's about New York's porn industry in the seventies. Oh, uh, I thought it was going to be about Radio Rich. I I am very happy, Coop. I don't know that you experienced this, but I am lucky that I got to go to New York City when my brother first moved to New York uh, years ago. I got to go there when Times Square was seedy. Uh, There were peepholes on every corner. Uh, it was a prostitute. Yes, it was. It was like uh, it's before they cleaned it up and yeah. turned it into a it Disneyland like, like a peep show. They were like trap. naked women. Ev- I mean, it was. They're just holes on <laughs> well, no, buildings. You, you know, look you, at you'd them. You'd go. Yeah, you'd like walk. You put in money the, in, right? Yeah, to look yeah, through exactly. The... It was. It was the most ridiculous thing. And these women would walk out there naked or whatever. They and you pay like whatever price it was for like however much time, and then, yeah, it was ridiculous. You didn't do this, right? You no, saw other not. people no, doing it. of course I did buy a fake ID in Times Square, though. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts more Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.